hello. My name is Sharara Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. Greetings, Reno. I am Captain Tyga Stepberry of the Doinza. On behalf of the crew at Plus 775 to hit, I want to thank you for your attention and bravery over the past few weeks. It truly is dark times in the world right now. As with many of you, we here at KWNK 97.7 FM Public Radio are also practicing what the clerics call social distancing. Staying at home and keeping at least six feet away from even our closest friends. Only our families can remain close to us at this time. Because of this... We have to resort to sending stones, crystal balls, and spirit mirrors in order to communicate with one another. We have finished with Season 1 of Plus 775 to hit with the Rook and Cranny Rock crew. And we have started another story with Lyrian Locke. However, this dark-tided plague that befouls our nation is preventing us from using our full assets to tell you the best story possible. So in order to pass the time, I... Tiger Stepberry, I'm going to tell you a story of the Stepberry Seals, an elite group of warriors for the Doinza. This adventure will occur over the next few weeks as we play online, using the magical realm of the internet to play our Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It is in the same world as before, with many of the same personalities. However, this story involves my elite warriors as the protagonists. I apologize in advance if some of our conversations are difficult to understand. These magical communication devices get interference from the black forces of Obex. After we have defeated this plague, we will go back to our regular programming. So, as we say every week, sit back, relax, and join us at our virtual table. Hello, my friends. This is Amastasia Armafrey, codename McPlate, and welcome back to the adventures of the Stepberry Seals on KWNK's Plus 775 to hit. Last week, we encountered rather a large undead minotaur. After slaying the mighty beast, we came upon a very ominous stairwell. Will we be the dedicated brave soldiers and discover what lurks above? Or will we be cowards and abandon the mission altogether? Find out on this week's episode, and happy adventures, my friends. So, after slaying the zombie Minotaur, you travel up a ludicrously long flight of stairs. It winds through the tower like an NP Thresher painting. Famous dude, look him up. Until you finally reach the top. The room is brightly lit with torches emitting no heat among the walls. Directly opposite of you are five large paintings on the walls. One of each of the saviors of Salt March. Lyrian Locke's portrait is in the center of the group. To the left and the right of those pictures on the north and south walls, 
you see four more pictures. One of a ratty-looking cobalt, one of a regal-looking ogre, one of what appears to be a small owlbear, and one of an attractive-looking man you haven't seen before. To either side of you, there are large glass panels, preventing you from entering the next room. In alcoves next to the gates are two skulls, indented, affixed, into the walls. Green flames lick their pale, bony surfaces as they stare at you, eyes burning fiercely, anticipating your next move. Above them, in draconic script, are words. Who speaks draconic? Zitchy! No, she doesn't. Yes, she does. No, she doesn't. (laughs) I have Bolo's Guide to Monsters open right here, DM. It Uh, says, read, write, (laughs) and speak common and draconic. Um, Actually... According to my calculations, it says, yes, I can speak Draconic. All right. I've been rules lawyered by a player. All right. Fine. So uh, the North Skull reads, the flesh of the living shall be purged. And the South Skull reads, the flesh of the dead shall be purged. Through their open mouths, you can see levers. Now, I'm going to read the room description on the north because through that glass panel, you can see into that room. So of that room, next to the north skull of the flesh of the living shall be purged skull, you see acrid marks upon the floor of this entire room and several small grates around the room. And to the south, where the flesh of the living shall be purged skull is, You see a small room with strange devices along the wall. Not unlike some of the strange things you've seen in Wimple's lap. Wimple! Wimple! This Wimple! What is that? Very, very interesting. Uh, I'm trying to tell a story of my brave soldiers. What, What is that racket? Oh, sorry. I was just running the Fairfold Combine through its latest results. I must say it is absolutely fascinating. Did you know that if the integral to distance time dimension function is equal to the mass and viscosity uh, 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 of the apparel... Miss Wimble, I'm sure that is, that is fascinating. But we are in the middle of recorded history. Could you maybe... Oh, yes, right away. I wonder if the mimic's acidity levels could... Uh, uh, perhaps... Uh, I'm sorry about that, dear listeners. Our scientist gets excited about things. It looks like some of our records have been lost in the dark annals of the void. McPlate and Paladine assure me that locking at the doors with the green flaming skulls, Fred decided to go south to the skull that had the inscription, The flesh of the dead shall be purged. Fred then bravely inserted her hand into the skull, made an inhuman howl, and pulled the lever that revealed the room behind it. Our story continues there. This room appears to be a laboratory of sorts. A table is on the side of the room, and five cauldrons align the south walls, each with a bubbling liquid in them. On the table, there are several tomes, ingredients, and tools for alchemy. Pictures of a fairly attractive, well-dressed man are up on the wall. Several pictures, like... A lot of freaking pictures. 
they look like the same man that's out on the that's out in that room, the portrait oh. of the room. <clears throat> this th- this guy thinks a lot of himself, doesn't he? Hmm. It seems so. It's not even that cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, what are you guys doing in this room? What are you guys doing? Okay. Hmm. I oh, should we? Carefully inspect the cauldrons. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Uh, okay. So each one is bubbling, and each one is a different color liquid. Okay. How tall are these cauldrons? They are about waist high for a human. I'm going to climb on the Amafrey's shoulder. Okay. I'm afraid. Do you want to? Do you want to dunk him into the dunker into the cauldron? <laughs> what did I do to you? So I, I just like climbed up and I'm like looking over your shoulder because I cannot see. I'm two feet tall. I just let you climb up. What colors are they? They are one is red, one is green, oh one is Ooh. yellow, one Ooh. is blue, Ooh. and one is that that far one over there is a pinkish. The one on the left is a pinkish, and the one on the right is a reddish. Ooh. ooh. Oh, I was looking at the wrong room. Should okay. we move our characters into that room? Yeah, oh, I would if you want to be in that room. All yeah. right. So only Zushi and Fred are in that room right now. Thank you, Rara. What are the mm-hmm. rest of you guys doing? McPlate's in that room. Hello. McPlate, don't share square with someone. Move yourself off of Zushi. Oh, but even if I'm on her shoulder? Oh, you're on her shoulders. Go ahead. Sorry. My bad. That's uh, okay. Nope. Put, her, put it back on. There you go. So you just hop down, Zushi. Okay. So yeah, it's gross bubbly liquid. Hmm. What do you think these cauldrons do? And there's and there's uh books on the on the desk? Yep. Oh, definitely want to go check those out. Mm-hmm. I hop on the chair and then onto the table. I'm scared and I'm excited and I mean, I don't know how what to think about this Abaddon fella. I'm just here for a job. But, you know, that's cool. These guys are great. They're my friends. You can listen to more of our adventures on KWNK 97.7 FM in Reno, Nevada. It's plus 775 to hit. So you start, you got to move yourself. So you're actually on the desk. Okay. So you guys start going through. Roll me a D4, Rara. Okie dokie. One. Oh. Hello. Okay. <laughs> That's so cool. Oh, my God. Well done, Eric. Did you draw that? Yeah, I drew that. All me. <laughs> Obviously. Totally. Okay. Just like you paint yourself portraits. <laughs> you got me to snort. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. So it should, all be in your, it should all be in your journals now. Sweet. You want to keep looking? Yes. Roll me a D3. A D3. So D6. Oh, I'm all... What? Two. Oh, that's a lovely photo. I sure hope this guy was just an enthusiast. (laughs) That's some wishful thinking. Mm. Okay. All right. Roll again. Do you want to keep searching? Maybe no. I don't want to see any more of those. (laughs) Roll another D3. Oh my gosh. Two again. (gasps) Oh, no way. Oh, Despacito beast. Despacito beast. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like the tabby face. I like tabby face cat. It's a critical role reference. Tabby face cat. Yeah, I like that. Interesting. Roll a d2 if you want to keep searching. Uh, hey, that's a good owl. Uh, <laughs> One. That's the Tarzan howl. Ah. <laughs> My goodness. Oh, he's kind of cute. Yeah, those things are so cute. <laughs> I can't tell if you're being sarcastic. Oh, a bullet! Or... A bullet! Mm-hmm. It's amazing. All right. So you can keep searching if you want. Would you like to keep looking? Maybe no more. <laughs> what's 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 wrong, pal? What's wrong? Oh, that's out of character. In character, I like this. Show. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You know, so like this guy's notes kept referring to viscera and membranes a lot. I wonder if, like, maybe he's trying to create, uh, like, like a, like a big monster with all these body parts stitched together. I don't know. Or maybe he just wants something with, like, the eyes. I don't know. This guy seems really weird, though. An abomination. Yeah, like he's trying to piece together the parts that he likes. I guess. Yeah. Like he's trying to create the ultimate monster or something. So that sends a shiver down my Pelar region. Also, in this room, there is a lever. Where? Where is the lever? Show me! Over there. I investigate it for Trixie's. Okay. Trixie's. Go ahead. The rogue learned their heavy handed lever. (laughs) 30 20. I'm sorry, what was that? 30 20. 30, 20? Yeah, not a natural 20, but a dirty 20. Oh, a dirty 20. I thought you said 30. I thought you said 30. I'm like, how uh, don't understand these two numbers together? Okay, (laughs) it does not appear to be trapped. It appears to be a lever that you can pull. 30, 20. (laughs) Uh, I ask for group consensus. (laughs) <laughs> um, I trust that more than I trust these liquids. Wait, agreed. Wait, um, I have an idea. Okay, I have some darts. Darts don't pull on lever. <laughs> I think that's the first time I actually understood every single word you said, Bob Bard. Agreed. Um, could you repeat it? <laughs> he he said that the darts don't pull the lever, and yes, I know that. But I missed it too. God. Do we do we maybe want to like drop a dart in each of these liquids and see what it does? I got we done fishing line. We get to push a fishing line and pull it back out. See what we catch. Oh, fishing line! <laughs> I mean. We can certainly try. Hmm. All right. I'm not, put, I'm not putting any in those liquids. Actually, yeah. can we check if those are explosive liquids in any capacity? How would you do that? By putting a dart in it. How <laughs> <laughs> very cold of you. Uh, you, you, know do have, you do have an artificer here that might yeah, be I, able I to... Can, I can get that stuff with me, alchemy. 
I would like to have our artificer check it out. Maybe we need a bigger Uh, one. Go ahead and make an alchemy check, Jason. Bombard. The one guy whose expertise is... What is that? Yeah, they look like... um, That's without my bonus. That's without your bonus, so that's a plus six. Yeah. They look like they're liquids of some sort. (laughs) You can't tell what they're supposed to do. You can tell that they all do something different, though. I mean, they're all colored. But you're not sure what would happen if you drank, touched, or whatever else stuff. So, yeah, you're not sure what they do, Jason. I'm going to move you down to the liquids. All right. All right, guys, what do you guys want to do? Something cool. I want to throw a dart into the yellow bowl. You throw a dart? You just throw it in there? Can we check with Lord Zod first and see what he got? (laughs) He got a 10. Oh, if you guys couldn't hear him, he got a 10 and uh, he did not... bonuses. Yeah, no, he got a 10 after bonuses. So, uh, yeah, he couldn't tell what this stuff does. He knows it's liquid, and he knows they all do something different. Yikes. Yep, throw the dart. <laughs> yep, I just, I just dropped the dart into the yellow, cult, the culprit with the yellow stuff. The dart disappears. It goes into the liquid. You, the liquid is not clear. It's, it's very the opaque. Did it, did it, like, viscosity-wise, did it, like, absorb in? Did it seem to cling to the dart more? Did it go above the dart before the dart went in? It looked like uh, it looked like it was dropping into a bowl of thick liquid. Okay. But, like, more water, not oil. Yes, much more water, not oil. Hmm. hmm. I'll, I'll walk up to Bombardier. So, my friend, is it sentient? It's there. No. But might need a bigger bottle as I pull out, like, a small little flask. Not gonna fit all of it in here. All right, so you're gonna fill up the bottle. Yeah, I'm gonna take uh, there. How many different? There are seven different ones. Five. Five. Okay, I'll take out five bottles and fill each one up with a different liquid. How are you filling them up? I'm gonna use like some tongs to like submerge the thing in. Wait for it to fill up. Take it out. Put the cork on top, and okay. then wipe it off with my uh, disinfectant. Okay. Rag. All right. So you do that. The you now have full vials of these. You have a potion worth of each of these concoctions. You mm-hmm. wipe it off. I need a dexterity check. From mine. That, that's a, that's a, that's a nat one. A nat one. Nat no. one. All right. So you accidentally touch the stuff while cleaning it. No. So roll me a d six. I want to leave me another finger. What was that? I'm gonna lose me another finger, but okay. You gotta lose you another finger. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I'm sorry. What did you do? I don't know. All right. Uh, so what? Uh, four. All right, Jason. So you. Uh, that's the blue one. So your finger touches it, and your whole hand starts to exude cold for a moment. It is very, very painful. Um. It almost feels like your blood is freezing. You take three points of cold damage. Okay. (laughs) Do it. So it's just for a moment. And then you're you're sitting there holding it. You're kind of holding your hand. You know, you start taking a bandage and wrapping around. And you notice that the ice is spreading over to the bandage. And this lasts for about a minute or two. Okay. Hmm. Very good. Bombard, are you okay? That looks like it's really cold. So with your with your alchemy, I'm going to give this to you for free. It obviously reacts with organic matter. 
This has been Reno's own plus 775 to hit, and you're listening to our Dungeons & Dragons adventures on KWNKLP 97.7 FM in northern Nevada's biggest little city, Reno. Oh, Bombard. What do you think? Alive? Not alive. Not alive. Oh. <laughs> the flesh of the dead shall be purged. What do you think? It reacts with flesh, because of the sign said. <laughs> <laughs> This, they've been very forthright with us, haven't they? You know, I mean, I don't know. I wonder if, based on the on these on this guy's books and stuff, and his fascination with body parts from different uh, monsters and stuff, I wonder, like, could he dip like a. Uh, like a displacer beast tentacle in the blue cauldron and freeze it so that he saves it for later or something. I don't know. Or, you know, he takes part of a body part, sticks it in one of these other cauldrons, and it melts a little bit so that it can... I don't know. While you're talking, I'll just make this face. (laughs) (laughs) What's that face for, pal? You have a very vivid imagination, my friend. I hope we don't have to go experience such blasphemy. Well, I hope either because I think I'm cute. I don't want to be frozen. I don't know where you put the dispersion tentacle because it wouldn't really be in front of him. Right? You'd have to like guess. All right. There'd be no place for the for the tentacle. Is that what you said? No, nah, the tentacle dispersion is not always in the same place. You know, you put it here, but maybe over there. It'd be <laughs> kind of hard to get that one in the the right bucket. Oh. <laughs> other entrances here or is that it that is it okay there's just the lever yeah just we do have the lever how about we just take the lever pull the lever does they just take it yeah we can just take it and walk away we might need it for something else we should maybe just pull it and see what it does okay do you pull the lever stand back behind me friend am i getting disapproving looks from anyone nope then i pull it the glass door right here opens. <gasps> Gasp. Okay. <gasps> okay, well, it opened up the door that we needed. Yeah. Go I yell down the hall. It is open, my friend. Roll me a percentage. 87. Okay. Yep, this opens. Move yourselves. Jason, Are you? do you have R20 up or no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you should have control over Bombard. You should be able to move him. If you're having difficulty, let me know. All right. So Zushi is the first one in, followed by Paladin to all things. This is true. So there is, now that you're in a little bit further, let's, there is a door right there. Hi, Fred. Hello. <laughs> So that, yes, a strangely coated wire lays on the ground in front of you, sparking at one end, which appears to have been disconnected from a hole near the north door. What's the... What is oh my like? gosh, guys. What? I figured it out. What did you figure out, Sushi? So. We're looking at you. We're all just looking down. <laughs> yeah. At a two feet. Oh, lizard. So, what if... You know that that room? Wait, hold on. Oh, it's very cobalt-like. Okay, that didn't make sense. Anyway, other room at the other end where it's all filled with blood and stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so there's obviously this this door right here, right? So what if this this wire on the floor, something in that room with all the blood, like what if he's taking the, the body parts? I'm still going with this theory. If he's taking all the body parts and like sewing it together because he wants to make the ultimate monster, you know, that this cord maybe like connects to that other room and sends a shock through to his creation so that it's alive. And I'm just making the zombies like with my arms out like, it's alive. <laughs> <laughs> after oh you God. finish your thought sushi that's a really good role play after you finish your thought i'm gonna go <laughs> what a vivid imagination my little friend has next thing you'll be saying that we're fighting monsters with all matter of tentacles <laughs> do fight monsters with tentacles what? <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know oh hold on a second i forgot one thing this is really really important we're recording, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, Doc, guess who didn't turn on the button? Oh, what? This guy. <laughs> oh, oh. Someone is sleeping over there. They're oh. on the ground. Um, they- it's a very oh, large oh person. They look to oh. be uh, about the size of a camel. Who sees it? Uh, Rara sees it. Because okay. she, she's the only one that has I, line of sight. Okay. I am. Um, you looking at sushi. <laughs> You're what? I'm still looking at sushi. Sorry to interrupt. I no, you're fine. You're fine. I just go. I, I look back. I stare back at Pal and I go. <laughs> you recognize him now that you got a little closer. It's one of the step. It's a stepberry. Ah. Uh-huh. He was. He, he. You all thought he was dead. Oh. He was sent on a patrol with two other stepberries, Hauser and Bowser. G- Jiminy. Hauser and Jiminy. And all of their ships were destroyed a couple weeks ago. They never returned back. It's been assumed, at least. So everyone thought hey. he was dead. This hey, is this at? is Godfrey, also known as Jeff. It's your favorite person in the oh, whole world, pal. Is, is it Pamela? I, she's she's really cool. <laughs> You're a halfling, right? Me? Je- yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I crouch down and I go, it's Jeff. Jeff who? Jeff. Your favorite. I don't like any Jeffs. Actually, <laughs> speaking of it, funny that you say that. There's a Jeff I really don't like. <laughs> I might be that one. <laughs> <laughs> you are fu- Jeff. <laughs> well, I'm going to get my dagger out. <laughs> No, he's, sli- no. he's sleeping right now. Like, he's unconscious on that floor. Fred. Can I get to him without getting shocked? Yeah, uh, the wire is only sparking on one end. Which end? The end that's closest to the door. I'm going to pull on Fred's Oh, this shoulder. end? Fred. Right. If it's okay, I'm going to put my hand yep. on Fred's shoulder and mm-hmm. look at you and say, you know, we don't have to save everything on your side. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so, usually I'm the one telling you that, but um, I hear you. So I hear Paylor saying it really clearly right now. Don't save Jeff. All right. So, so yeah. you go around this corner, correct? <laughs> yes. So around the wait, corner. Wait, we'll go with us. Stop. Oh, I'll just be doing this. So the around the corner, uh, you spot a strange metal statue that looks conspicuously like the man in the laboratory. The statue oh. is 
also connected to a wire that's kind of over here on this area. It's not on the map right there. It's also connected to a wire that has been severed. There is a large red button in front of it. <laughs> you could connect this wire to this wire should you so desire. You just have to pick up this wire and move it to there if you so decide. Well, I'd like to deal with our supposedly I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry, uh, Jason. What was that? The wire weigh less than five pounds. Mage hand it. You want to try it? Mm-hmm. All right. You cast Mage Hand, and the wire lifts. Okay. I go insert it into the red button area. Okay. So remember, there's a hole in this door as well. So you slide it over. You slide it over here. It's not too hard to get it to the red button area. It's pretty low to the ground. You okay. think if you had to lift this up as high as the door, it would weigh too much because, you know, the higher it gets, the more it weighs because uh, it's a long wire. But you uh, managed to connect that, and the red button lights up. Hmm. Red button, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's big. Perfect. It's red. Big red button on the statue. Okay, well, we kind of need to wake up Jeff first, don't we? When we see that, I'll say this out loud, like whining. Oh, thanks, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) What are you on about now? He turned on the red button, obviously. No, he didn't. That was hard. I go elbow you on the side. Or sleep on a job just like Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Ray, I can't wait for you to join us. So it looks like we might need to give him a healing potion, I'm assuming. Uh, he does not look very injured, but he does look somewhat malnourished. Oh. I mean, will he wake up if I tap him with my boot? <laughs> Maybe. Make a medicine check. Hello, the name's Larian Locke. You're listening to Reno's very own plus 775 to hit on 97.7 KWNKLP. Join us for all sorts of Dungeons & Dragons shenanigans, if you dare, that is. You have a heavy boot, don't you? Probably. Oh, that's in character. Three. <laughs> so you look down at him. You're like, how can I kick him up? You start to like... You you remember this thing they taught you in CPR? It's like some sort of thing to wake people up. And, you know, all you need to do is put pressure on his chest and then blow. So you just start kind of kicking him and, <laughs> and blowing down. And eventually he wakes up. Oh, okay. Good job. Hello. Hi. How am I feeling? Uh, You're feeling a little tired. The last thing that you remember, you remember falling unconscious in the water. You remember waking up here. And the last thing that, uh, and you really didn't see anything except for some undead. The undead you saw, you think were whites. And they were wearing armor that had the horker emblem on it. Okay, that's a twist. So there's there's these whites that are, have the Horker emblem on them. They, you still had some crew left. You know that they took the crew away. You're not sure what they did with the crew. And the last thing you remember is them taking you to this this statue and hitting the red button, and that's the last thing that you remember before you went unconscious. Okay. Um, with that, I will... Jolt awake, I assume, and I will clamor, sit up. You do not have your weapons. You do not have your armor. Okay. Okay? My 
Am I? Do I have clothes on? <laughs> you have a loincloth on. Okay. Jeff has to make a show. <laughs> Whoa, that's one big giant naked man. <laughs> no, 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 it's Jeff. So when you hit, when the button was hit, you seem to remember feeling okay for a while, but you couldn't get out of that spot. You were tied up. You're not sure mm-hmm. why you're not tied up now. Uh, you couldn't huh. get out of that spot, and eventually you just kind of fell asleep. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I just need a little nap. All right. Do I recognize the people in front of me? Yes, they are all step berries. It's actually quite relieving to see them, it's even that stupid little halfling that won't leave you alone. I'll be looking. Oh. At, I'll be looking at you like this the entire time, right? What would describe it? Oh, sure. It's okay. this guy. Let me show you the picture. Actually. Oh, it's Jeff. Oh, Hello. Hi, Jeff. Hi. We're dead. Uh, I thought I was dead, too. What are you guys doing here? Um, Taiga sent us on a mission. What are you doing here? I don't know. How long have you been here? That is also something I don't know. Fair. How did you lose your clothes, Jeff? Uh, I was captured, so they took my belongings. Oh, I mumbled something to the effect of, oh, yeah, likely excuse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. All right. Well, I'm very glad to see you, and I will get to my feet. That's the I... face I'm making at you. Describe it. You Describe can see it, it in the chat. For the radio listeners, yeah. It is as if I ate 3,000 oranges that were nipped at the height of the harvesting season in the planet of Sour. Oh, my God. <laughs> It was like so many oranges that so had been nicked. Did I do it? Did I do it? No, you didn't, but I, I could hear it in your voice. I could too. All right, what are you guys doing? So the light is on right now. You could disconnect it if you wanted to. Do we want to push this button? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, look at Bumble. <laughs> Check if there's a trap, my friend. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Actually, Jeff, why don't you go check? Please. No, uh, no. No, pal. Make an investigation pal. roll for traps. Um, 17. All right, so you got high enough. Uh, yes, it's technically a trap. <laughs> you see a sleep spell on this thing, but oh. it doesn't look like it activates, like, immediately. It looks like... It looks weird. Like this, 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 this trap is weird. You don't think there would be an immediate effect if you were to press this button, uh, trap wise. Mm-hmm. But there is something there. It's bizarre. Okay, I relay that to everyone. And you cannot disable this trap without disabling the button. Okay. So, like, you'd have to. You basically turn off what the button could do. It's right, right, right. It's almost like pushing this button is it, it, it activates the trap. You're choosing to do it of your own accord. Right. And hopefully in order to get something else out of it. But I don't know. That. Does, does anybody know how to get out of a sleep spell? No. You just kick a person while they're sleeping and blow on them. It's already been proven. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but how long have you been here, Jeff? I do not know. You know you've been here. You know you've been here at least a week, but you don't know how long you've been 
unconscious. Okay. Well, maybe relay that. It won't take effect right away. This is true. Because I'd be willing to press the button so that the trap could be disarmed. I would prefer if we simply left. No. Well, we know what Jed's going to do now. Uh, No. Oh. (laughs) Actually, wait a second. Jeff, I like to just think of it as a one-sided rivalry with you. I am the Rock Lee to your Kakashi. Okay. Oh, yeah, I actually like you. Okay. <laughs> so, like, as soon as you say that, I'll say, wait, Jeff's going to do it? No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> no, 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 I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll walk up and push it. Oh, my God. All right. So the statue's eyes light up. Before I press it, though, like, I'll mutter, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so the statue's eyes light up. And the mouth opens up very, very slightly. And you hear, Dear friends, let me tell you a story. A story about a man, a book, and a few friends. You see, there was once a place, and that place was a great place full of wonder and mystery. It was there I first developed this boil on my shoulder. Boils, you see, start to spring a life of their own. <laughs> and from there, the statue continues into this amazingly long diatribe that starts skipping from subject to subject to Do subject. I, How long I, are you guys going to sit here and listen to this? Are we taking psychic damage by any chance? You're not taking psychic damage. Interesting. Because I feel like he's going to put us to sleep. <laughs> yeah. So after about five minutes, the statue continues to be speaking and has um, not gotten back to the original story that he was talking about. <sighs> How long would you guys like to sit and listen to this monologue? It's so interesting. Do any of you feel like jumping into a sword and killing yourself right now? A little yeah. bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then there was the book that was written by Hans DeLuise McFarlane. And he wrote all about all the nice things that the catableepus can do. Now, some people would think that a catableepus was a cat, but it's not a cat. It is a catableepus. And what those things are... <laughs> I, love about, how, I love how you guys aren't interrupting minutes, me. After about four minutes, Zushi's just going to kind of like like Penguin walk out of the room and just go crouch down in front of the Sparky Spark and just watch that because that's more entertaining than The Sparky this. Spark is connected to the statue right now. It's not... It's not in the other room? No, he drug it oh. all the way over to the to the statue to light the statue up. You know what? Never mind. She's she's playing with Indy right now. She's playing with Indy? Yes. So, how long are you guys going to stay there? And for I... the viewers, Indy is the name of my rope. <laughs> I'm passed over it, and I walk away. How... <laughs> I follow. All right. Anyone else following? It's been about five minutes. Oh, yeah. So, 
retcon when I when I said at four minutes I go and watch the Sparky Spark. I go back to the other room and start teaching indie tricks. Teach a rope tricks. So the rope. It's D&D. What what's the uh, what are you telling the rope to do? Um, he's on the ground, obviously, and I always picture Indy like. You're listening to plus seven seven five to hit on KWNK LP ninety seven point seven FM Reno, a Reno D and D radio show. Join, uh, uh, join us as we explore complex emotions, resolve actions, and move the plot on a sequence towards narrative coherency. <laughs> As he's waiting for me to tell a command, he's a cobra, kind of like a cobra, just looking directly at me. Okay. And so then I go... <laughs> Eric. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a name for this trick, but right now it's like, okay, I tell him to spin, and then he just spins in a circle on the ground. It starts actually tightening up and going to the ceiling. Okay, okay, okay. Indy, 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 stop. It stops. Too much. It unwinds. <laughs> All right. Well, while you're teaching the rope tricks, I see that Jeff still hasn't left that area over there. Mm-mm. And neither has McPlate. McPlate, you're still listening? Yep. All right. I actually think there might be some information after this long monologue. Okay. All righty. Um... <laughs> Actually, I'm just going to do it this way. I'm just going to do it this way. I'm just going to do it this way. How many hit points do you have, McPlate? Oh. No. Um, Lie. The hit point maximum I have is 40. You fall asleep. (laughs) (laughs) I fall asleep? You fall asleep. You try and pay attention. And you're doing everything you can to pay attention. But you just, you just can't. You just fall asleep right in front of the sky. You just hear a lot of crashing metal against the ground. <laughs> I would imagine. What is wrong, what is wrong mail with Plate mail was originally well, I... developed as a way to serve sushi. Now, sushi, some people think, is actually fish. It's not. It's rice. Rice is a grain. That was grown in the far east at first. <laughs> it is, oh my god! Just, when I hear the clang, I scream. And I go. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go run over to uh, McPlate. <laughs> oh, what she, a beautiful! She is snoring. A uh, warrior asleep like a I babe. Creep, you guys! It would. <sighs> I go over and I kick her. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I, before uh, Fred kicks her, I'm going to go, I, and I kick her, sir. <laughs> you do what? I give her a ha, then a hi yeah, and then a ooh and then I kick her, sir. You kick her? All right. Um, no, before she kicks her, I stop her before that, and I go, Indy, go. Oh. Um, Right? <laughs> hmm. Which oh, way did you fall? Which way did you fall? Did you fall on your back? Or did you fall on your stomach? Uh, Probably, like, on my side. 
Okay, so both your head and your butt are there for the taking. So you clank him. I'm going that to that wakes him up. I'm going to spank McPlate on the butt, and he's going to spank McPlate on the butt. Ow. It wakes him right up. Oh. It wakes you right up. Okay, but uh, it wakes me right up. You you wake Ow. right up. Who did that? Indy's right, coiled up on my belt already. But by by the time he realizes, all right, that's cute. Excuse me. <laughs> wow. But you don't know that it was Indy. It was. No, I yeah. know. Excuse me, just. Ugh. All right, what are you guys doing now? You've got a door to your left over here, and you got a door Fred. with a hole right there. I'm gonna yell to Fred. Let's leave, Fred. This place is cursed. <laughs> Well, we haven't exactly accomplished our mission yet. No, no, just this room. I can't bend that racket. Well, which way do you want to go, then? Let's see. I will close my eyes and start walking. Uh, I don't trust that. Roll a d8. Eight. You hit the... (laughs) You... you, Oh, my... Oh, no, you don't run into Fred. I thought you ran into Fred again. No, you run into... uh, (laughs) You run into... It looks like Zushi. Oh, no. Wait. I'll open my eyes. Yep, you see Zushi. Zushi. I'm Did he just Zushi. run into me? Yes. Yes. With blindfolded. Pal, what are you doing? Going towards my destiny. Okay, well, stop. You You're going to squish destiny. me. I'm sorry. Destiny says sorry. I'll walk past you. Roll a d8. Two. Two? Yeah. You walk into Bombard. Bombard. Hello. I'll take your stony silence as a sign from Jeff. <laughs> what? Yeah, but I'm right here. <laughs> I go investigate this door. I'm just going to keep walking around. Rambling. So you investigate that door? Go ahead and make yeah. a check. Oh, uh, this is going to take time. That statue is still talking. Oh, boy. Jesus. Can we put um, a burlap sack over it? 27. Good roll. Well, how many hit points do you have? Me? Yeah. But I left. 30-30. Lie. So you're sitting there doing this, and you're kind of working. The people around the corner don't have to worry about this. But you're sitting there working, and you're starting to investigate and look at this thing, and the, the statue just won't stop talking. It gets in your head. And as you're sitting there looking at this door, you just fall asleep and you start leaning against it and you're drooling on the door. <laughs> oh Can we see this or no? Yeah, you guys see it. You guys are like you guys are trying to stay the hell away from the statue and Zushi. uh she falls asleep on the door. Zushi, I'm putting two and two together and I realize something suspicious is happening in this <laughs> All right, so you've got this door here. Uh, who's waking Rara? McPlate is. Uh, I'm with her. All right, you knock her, wake her up. It's yeah, real easy to do. Shake. It's real easy to do. Mm-hmm. All right, so what are you guys doing? I'm following a lead because I have nothing on my person. Tell me what you guys are doing, because your Je- Jeff is about ready to fall asleep again. By the way, Uh-oh. unplug this thing. <laughs> Make a dex check. Yeah. yeah. Uh. 20. 20? All right, you carefully unplug it. You got this sparking thing. Now you're holding this sparking wire. Oh, boy. 
Um, so that was just one of the options to connect it, or there's only one? There's another option at the north door. All right, screw it. I go over there. You plug it in? Yeah. You plug it in, and the door immediately opens. Okay. Well, there goes my theory. <laughs> this hallway has several cracks, chafes, and scuffs. Like something has been trying to get out of here. The place looks oh. fairly cleaned up, but the marks and scratches on the walls and doors are obvious signs that something was trapped in here at one point in time. Nature checks. Nineteen. Nineteen. <gasps> Natural nineteen. Uh, add your wisdom for. Oh wait, add intelligence. It's wisdom for nature, or is it intelligence for? It's nature? intelligence, add which is plus zero. zero. Okay. Which is nineteen? Do, do we roll d twenty? Yes. Okay. Uh, seventeen, 17 for, for Mick Plate. Okay. So with a nineteen, um, you know it's an animal. And you also know that the animal grew while in here due to the varying size of claw marks. You also know that the animal was some sort of wild and predatory beast. This is Abaddon, and you are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Come experience our adventures regularly on 97.7 FM KWNK LP Reno. See you when the dice fly. No one got a 20, right? No. No. Okay. So I relay that information to the group. All right. What would you guys like to do now? Let's see. Are you back up? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. She is up. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I would like to retrieve my belongings, wherever they may be. Well, this is just a dead end, right? Yeah. But they're in a prison. (laughs) Yeah. What? It's a prison. Yes, Mm -hmm. a prison wall. Okay. Uh, But we still haven't done the door I was trying to get in. Oh, the statue turned off when you unplugged it. Right, right, right. Okay, then I go... Back over to the door I was investigating. <laughs> All right, you got a 27. You find no traps. The door appears to be unlocked. Unlocked? Unlocked. Okay. And I uh, I kind of call out to everybody else that I'm going to open this other door now. Open it? Mm-hmm. Okay, looks like there's a door at the end of the hall and a door straight across from you. Okay. I, I investigate this door. <laughs> Does not uh, roll your uh, investigation. 18. Does not appear to be trapped. It does appear to be unlocked. Can I hear anything? You don't hear anything. Hmm. Can you smell? Can she smell anything? Oh, good question. Not from this side of the door. What? Okay. Then I give it a slow open this whole place kind of stinky by the way this whole place kind of smells of death Mm, very macabre (laughs) you've entered a small room that is fairly lavish in its decoration a twin-sized canopy bed is in the northern part of the room and the southern part of the room there's a desk with ink vials quills and several scrolls of parchment in the center of the room there is a strange symbol on the ground and you see a man sitting at the desk. It looks just like the man that the statue is of and that painting is of and all those other paintings are of. And he looks at you 
And he stands up and says, Hi! How oh. are you? Um, <laughs> are you dead? Our faces. Um, <laughs> hello. I, what, you know what you need? You need some tea and biscuits. Uh, and he pours... What are we looking at? What was that? Who are you? Oh, my name, my name's Pat. Pat. Pat, Pat Inkwell. It's nice to meet you. Make a history check. Mm. <laughs> I a natural 20, 22. Hey, you know something about Pat Inkwell. He used to travel with the, uh, the saviors of Saltmarsh. You, you knew them. I, I know a lot of people. You know, I knew this one guy back a long time ago. No, no, His no, name that's, was... no, that's not what we're talking about. No. <laughs> you knew the saviors. If you want to take this over, Jed, go right ahead when uh, he starts doing that crap. This is great. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he, he's offering you some tea and some biscuits. I'm good. You're good? Anyone want tea and biscuits from Pat Inkwell? I'm feeling a little peckish. Don't mind if I do. I'll grab two. Uh, you grab two. <laughs> the The biscuits are really old and kind of stale. <laughs> kind of stale. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't had a chance to, to replenish in a long time. What are you doing here? Oh, I'm just here doing research. There's lots of things here to find out creature is miserable so he starts talking about research you know there are lots of animals in the world there's there are displacer beasts and owl bears and uh there are bullets and i'll do a side eye to fred like this yeah are you gonna let him continue and talk no No? okay (laughs) um is, okay, wait. is anyone tired? You're welcome to sleep in my bed. <laughs> yeah, don't mind if I do, actually. <laughs> so this what? is your tower? No, no, not at all. Okay, you're just borrowing it? No, 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 not at all. Okay, so helpful. What am I sleeping in while they're talking? If you lay, you lay down in the bed... Uh, uh, you lay down in the bed. It's a actually a fairly comfortable bed. Okay, I was actually going to flinch as I jumped in. Yeah, it oh. was, it's, it's actually fairly comfortable. Would you like me to read you a story? No. No, <laughs> we don't have time for this. Oh. Oh, well, uh, yeah, this place is actually a recreation of my old home. They're trying to make it kind of homely for us. It's not working very well. It just doesn't have the same flair. You know, when your friends leave and you don't see them anymore, it makes you kind of sad. And uh, when you're sad, oh. you know, your brain starts putting out these chemicals oh, that actually... <laughs> I'm going to take my weapon and I'm just going to do this, put it under my neck. <laughs> Pal? What? Stop it. I'm sorry. This creature, every time it speaks, I feel a thousand deaths. Yeah. Trust me, I understand, but us? Who else is here? Oh, there's lots of people here. Uh, but uh, we're at war right now. You see, the people we're at war with, they're not very nice people. 
They take away things that are really important from others, and that's not very nice. So we're here, and we're supposed to be at war. I'm not a big fan of war. There's not much that happens during it, but you know what is kind of nice is, you know, when there's a lot of fighting going on. <laughs> okay, okay, all right, all right. Pal, stop it. <laughs> this creature, why are you so wretched? Why do you exist? He's been asking himself that for days. <laughs> well, you see, back in the day, and this was a very, 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 very long time ago. Back in the time of Squirb, the red. And okay. back in the time of... <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, we need to keep moving. Oh, okay. Well, First you should be careful. There's not many things that'll let you walk around in here. I'm surprised I, you got as far as you did. I mean, we're clever. I mean, do you need out, or are you here willingly? Oh, there's really not much else place for me to go right now. So you're complacent with as is. Complacent is a good word. You know the origins of the word no, complacent. No, we are not doing this. Wait, 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 wait. Before we leave, Fred, who are the who is this enemy you're talking about? Oh, oh, they're they're the same people that wear your symbols. They're Doinza. What? Uh, what did you say? The Doinza. Hold me back. This creature what? just insulted us. Oh, I don't mean to insult you. You know, I, I have a kind of a social stigma about me. And it was it was way kind of developed back about 300 years ago. 300 years ago, you see, I was just a little kid. And okay, then I'm walking away. I'm walking away. <laughs> so, so you guys are going to that north door? Are you guys going to yeah, this sure. north door up here? Go ahead and put your characters. Mm -hmm. Out of character, we just saw Pat Inkwell. You did wow. see Pat, yeah. Pat Inkwell. I can't move my token. Sounds uh, like a I got you. Yeah, I sounds got like a you. I problem. got you. I got you. Uh, excuse me. I like to go in front. I wanted to look underneath this door. Just underneath it? Yeah. Does it look like there's light yes. in there? Yes. Okay. So as you guys are going, Pat Inkwell starts following you and he's continuing to talk. Why is this creature following us? What are you doing? Oh, I'm I'm sorry. It's just been so long since I've met anyone new. And uh, I, I just kinda wanna see what's going on and how your adventures go. Mr. Inkwell. <laughs> There's a rule. He's actually got a book out right now and a quill, and he's gonna. He wants to follow you. My oh inner Lyrian is getting some real bad PTSD about that. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Inkwell, yeah. Might you have seen a set of armor and a shield and perhaps a weapon? Oh, there's lots of armors and shields and weapons around here. You know, there's a lot of bodies that come in here. A lot of them get raised to zombies or skeletons, but we also got a lot of whites running around, so uh, a lot of them just take all the extra armor. You know, it wait kind of rusts sometimes. And wait, the wait, wait, wait. wait, Taylor bids you shut up. Question. <laughs> <laughs> What is your last name? What is your family name? Inkwell. I'd like to roll to activate my background knowledge about that family. Okay, go for it. <laughs> Minus one. Two. Okay. 
uh, the inkwells are royalty and should be treated as such. Oh, my duty as a paladin. <laughs> I'll, bow, I'll, bow, I'll bow in one knee and say, <laughs> Sir Inkwell, please leave us alone. Oh. <laughs> oh. All right. And he goes back into his room and shuts the door. Okay. Oh. You just took away his meal, Jed. Come on. Was he eating? Starf. What do you think he was doing? Well, he's an emotional vampire. We don't know this. That's out of character. No, you don't. But I, that's why yeah. I said you just starved him, Jed. That's okay. why I called I like you Jed. That, I like that he's gotten a little bit more. No means no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he doesn't know you. So, like, I'm sure he doesn't want to die. Like, yeah. he's, and you are at war with him. He's probably actually kind of thrilled that you didn't kill him. So, yeah, I'm kind of glad he actually listened to us saying no, though. <laughs> Okay. Uh, specifically, he uh, he offers his bed to anyone that's tired, and when they leave, he'll attempt to follow him. But if the players say to stay put, he will. Oh. <laughs> what? How funny! Yep, and then he won't he won't harm you in battle. He won't do anything like that. But he will feed off your energies when you when you sit there and fight. Sounds like Pat Inkwell. Yep. Yeah, that's in character. <laughs> anyway, uh, I thought that would be fun. That Pat, was fun. And have I Pat Inkwell back and in it's there. Delightful. Oh, what slumber as I wake up to this statue again. Oh, every time I look at this miserable creature, it makes me want to leave. And I'm not talking about the statue. I am talking about that thing, Pat Inkwell. What a boring, interminable creature. I am a pal to all things, but even this thing tests my patience. I'm glad that there is a door for me to go out. Oh, I have never been so relieved to have three inches between me and another creature before. Speaking of which, join me next week to figure out if the door holds on KWNK 97.7 FM Reno. (laughs) Oh, please, I hope the door holds.